morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, February 13th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read some more parables from Matthew's Gospel. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in the reading of your word, may we understand your kingdom a little bit better. And in our understanding, may we seek to transform this world to bring about your kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And we pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage today is the parable of the wheat and the weeds, which I will just tell you, Brett, was like in the introductory speech class in seminary, you had to read over and over because it's so hard to read. So what <laughs> so I'm saying, gonna, so listener, is... So you're going to crush it since no, you've done it so many times. Be kind. Uh, Matthew, the 13th chapter, verses 24 through 30, 36 through 43. Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first, and bind them in bundles to be burned, and gather the wheat into my barn. Then Jesus left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. Jesus answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man, the field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all cause of sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Tara, how are you, and what's been bringing you joy lately? Well, what's been bringing me joy is that basketball season is finally over. Brett. We're done. <laughs> it's done. I enjoyed it. I did. But I am glad I won't have to see another jump ball uh, for many, many months to come. So that's what's bringing me joy. I have this sweet spot of like two and a half weeks 
before I have to go to a softball game. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just really looking forward what to it. What are you going to do for that two and a half weeks? Just like... I have no idea. Not go outside or not go, not see any high schoolers. Just Eat like. dinner at home. I mean, <laughs> instead of like gathering something for on the road. What about you? What's bringing you joy? Uh, what's bringing me joy? Uh, and I'm sure you can relate to this one. We just had such a wonderful day of worship this past oh, Sunday. So good. For baptisms and new members and communion. And it was just... It was lovely. It was just a. It was a chaotic, wonderful it, service. It felt. It felt like the kingdom of God and all its and a full uh, sanctuary and a full sanctuary and all its uh, uh, divine, beautiful messiness. It mm-hmm. was just wonderful. Yep, I had yep. a blast. <laughs> I did too. I did too. You know, it's a good service when you leave it and the robe, the sleeve of your robe and your dress underneath it are just soaked so from the baptisms. <laughs> I love it. That was the first time I've seen a child baptize themselves. Uh, yeah. Which was pretty I know, awesome. Just I wanted know. That Sweet grace. Luca. Let me give that a Let, try. I wanted to give himself some grace so bad. Yeah. And it's, their parents were like, I'm not sure if explained baptism. And so I was like, I can do it. And I just said, today is the day that we remember how much God loves you. And we're going to leave it at that for a four-year-old. That's perfect. Uh, But to the scripture, why is Jesus trying to explain what the kingdom of heaven might be like to his disciples and his followers? Well, I think there's this question that the disciples have that we see today. And that question is, we have brothers and sisters who will not accept this news, this gospel. What happens to them? You know, what happens with the people who um, do bad things or try to even undercut the church? Um, I think that's the question. I think the question as it's posed, whether, um, you know, implicitly or explicitly is, especially for this new church, what about the people within our church communities who don't always believe the good news and who don't always do the right thing. I mean, I think the question is, we see evil in the world. What's up with that? Mm -hmm. And we also see people, people we love and we are close to who are never gonna accept this news. And what's the deal with that too? So I think that's the question that comes to them. And Jesus's parable, first of all, you and I were talking about this earlier. We have a parable and we have an explanation. Most scholars believe the explanation was tacked on there by Matthew. But Jesus's parable in and of itself acknowledges that there's this kingdom that's being built and there are weeds and there are wheat. And here's the thing, the weed and the wheat look exactly the same. He acknowledges that there are people who will do evil. They look just like the people who won't. He acknowledges that there are people who will accept the gospel and there are those who look just like them who won't. And so if you read the passage, what you really get is this Jesus saying, we will be tolerant and loving to all people and we will let God worry about everything else. That's really what the parable teaches us. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. think about the weeds and the wheat? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a difficult passage, right? And, and, there are, and it, I think it is seeking to answer some of these existential questions. And uh, another one that might be being asked is, you know, um, that I have heard from from members of like this person who just does these terrible things, everything seems to be working out for them. Um, and and what's up with that? Uh, and and Jesus gives us this parable of um, uh, that 
no one that 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 God will not cut down those who are doing evil in the in the moment of this period of life. Mm -hmm. uh, that there is not necessarily uh, pure justice that that will reign uh, upon this upon this world right now. I do think it's it's an interesting and important thing of this not all this this parable is obviously colored uh by the explanation given by matthew at the end of it it's hard to interpret it in another way when it's when we're given in scripture this is the interpretation of it um, which happens almost what nowhere else uh, yeah no, yeah pretty much um uh which is a shame, right? Because that's the that's the incredible beauty of Jesus' parables is they are left for us to discover something new every time we come to them. Uh, and one of the things, if I'm trying to throw away that not throw away, but if I'm trying to block for a second that that explanation, and I look at just the first parable for the first time and discovering something new this time, I was thinking about. Um, in terms and not in terms of the wheat and the weeds and other people, but the wheat and the weeds inside myself. Yes. Um, yes, uh, yes, that, yes. that they are both growing up within me, and uh, I really would like uh, the angels to come and cleave those weeds from me now, <laughs> for the ways that uh, that I hurt that I hurt the world or that I don't uh, further the kingdom of God. Um, and then it becomes quite the hopeful parable that in the eschaton, in, in, in at some point in the length of eternity, uh, we will be cleansed of these things that hurt the world, that we will be cleansed and, and they'll be cut away, which will not be a painless experience. It'll be painful, but they'll be burned and they'll be removed from us uh, and we will be able to live in the kingdom of God fully redeemed. Uh, and so what can, I think, sometimes be maybe a text of terror uh, is, is a text of hope for me. Uh, if, if Again, uh, if, if we're able to explore this parable in, in new ways and, and mm -hmm. find new meanings. Yeah, I think a lot of things are interesting, and we will talk on Friday more about, you know, kind of Matthew's allegory, because that's really what he takes this and makes it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, one of the things I find so interesting on an interpersonal level and intrapersonal, which is that if you destroy the weeds, you hurt the wheat. Mm -hmm. If I destroy my brother or sister because I think they're evil, it hurts me. Yeah. In the same way, if I try to destroy all the sin in my life um, at one time, um, that's going to hurt me. And yeah. so I think there is, I think what Jesus is saying is look, there's growth in the kingdom. It probably never comes as quickly as you think. Growth is always of God. And until then, try not to burn the whole thing down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just try not to burn the whole thing down. With that, I'm going to end with a quote from the author Michael Pollan, who's written a lot about food. He has said, If you stand in a wheat field at this time of year, a few weeks from harvest, it's not hard to imagine you're looking at something out of mythology. All this golden sunlight brought down to earth captured in kernels of gold and rendered fit for mortals to eat. But of course, this is no myth at all, just the plain miraculous fact. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday where we'll be in the book of Psalms. But now may each of you go out to love and to serve 
to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.